0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at BYTE.com. That's BYTE dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I <laughs>
1: Was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I want you to use the U.S. ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one
0: for you.
2: My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman to the Podcast. You like alcohol? Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We have no LJ today, but Pops is back. And then we lost one green and brought in another. Jacob's gone, but we got Uncle Tony back. Guys, what's going on? What's up? Hello! <laughs> there he is. We had the NFL draft go on. And then I might actually get you all to... This whole... We talked about it before, Pops. And then I talked about it with Braden last week. But... This NBA play in stuff, people are starting to get real mad because they're gonna have to play it one of them might be the biggest stars in the entire league. So we might touch on that here in a little bit. And then of course, we got Aaron Rodgers who maybe he's he wants to get out of Green Bay. Does he want to go to Jeopardy? There's a lot of crap going on <laughs> with the Aaron Rodgers thing. We have to, we got a lot to dig into there. But before we get into all that. I want to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Look, this week has tons of sports action. Now that we learned the draft, there's a lot of different stuff going on about futures bets. Maybe you really like what a team did, or maybe you think you know where Aaron Rodgers is going and you want to place a little futures bet on his next team. Who knows? There's all kinds of stuff going on. And then you got MLB heating up. NBA is getting close to the playoffs. NHL, UFC, Everything. And before the next pitch, next tip, next bell, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all their great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Uh, so, Aaron Rodgers hates everybody in the entire state of Wisconsin, apparently. <laughs> Seems He to. wants out. He listed the teams he wants to go to. Uh, Pops, what do you think? Just, just what do you think about all that?
1: Well, I, I think that if he really, number one, he's got a pretty good team there in Green Bay. I mean, I know the Jordan Love thing pissed him off. And I think I read somewhere where what really pissed him off was that he got on a talk show, radio show, and talked about how good Jake C- Crumro, I believe was his name. The center. Uh, yeah. Uh no, no, oh, he's a receiver. receiver. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. But gotcha, he gotcha, talked gotcha. about how good he was doing in camp and and thought he was really going to be an addition and, and an asset to their team. And then they cut him the very next day. Uh which which does make you know, you look a little foolish, uh, uh, if that happens, I do understand him being a little disappointed in that. I guess my problem with this though, is if he really wanted to get traded, if he really wanted to move on, why do it during the draft when everybody's already ha- has their plans roughly made? I mean, you, you know, you, you voice that at the end of the season so that people may adjust their plans a little bit. Um, I don't know. You know, I've always said Rodgers is unbelievably talented. There's a part of me that likes him, but there's a part of me that doesn't. All the old eye rolls when a receiver doesn't catch and stuff like that really bothers me. So if I'm Green Bay, I'm either apt to tell him, hell no, if you're playing, you're playing for us or you're you're hosting Jeopardy or whatever, uh, or just tell him, See the f later. I I don't know. He's too talented to just give up on. I suppose, and they've got too much invested in him. But it's annoying. I guess. Bottom line, short answer: too late for that. I guess. But is that he, he's annoying the piss out of me? Is what he's doing, and I'm kind of tired of of listening to him moan and groan.
2: Well, so first off, on on the roster you were mentioning, yeah, he does have. An all-pro, maybe the best wide receiver in football, some would argue. Yeah. An all-pro, maybe the best left tackle, and then was just under an all-pro, but arguably one of the best running backs in all of football, Mm -hmm. and they just re-signed him. So it's not like there's zero weapons there, and they did make it to the NFC Championship last year. But the, the Packers have drafted, since 2011, the Packers have drafted two offensive players in the first round in the last 10 years. One was an offensive tackle, Derek Sherrod, who, if you don't really remember that name, it's because he only started one game in his four-year career. And the other, quarterback Jordan Love, who is obviously going to be Rodgers' replacement, or at least that's the plan. So I I get a little bit of it, and then there was supposedly he was upset about the rumors and leaks that came out on Thursday on draft day, but it, it sounded like that was a very planned leaked to different media outlets like every single media outlet like ESPN NFL Network Fox everyone had a different little bit of report so it wasn't like one person was talking it sounds like they planned this and that was what his PR team was going for and I agree with you if you want out that ain't the way to do it like you need to give teams like if you especially if you want to go to San Francisco you don't tell San Francisco the day of the draft where they've been preparing to take a quarterback with the third pick
1: where well, they've swapped oh, three they come number there. ones yeah I mean Come on, I, that just seems silly. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kevin. Yes, I agree with
2: uh, you. So I, I
1: don't know, Tony. Where where do you
2: stand on this? I mean, are you just annoyed with Aaron Rodgers? Do you kind of get Aaron Rodgers' point? Do you think anything even happens? Like, where where? How do you uh, decipher all this?
0: You know, I really I I am sitting more on the annoyed side of the fence. But then again, I I really don't give a shit, right? Because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is he's going to suit up and he's going to play. Because there's uh, at least uh, seven zeros behind the number that he's going to earn next year, so uh, you know. So uh, Jeffrey doesn't
1: pay that much, do they, Tommy? Yeah, no, I don't so think. For
0: those for those in Celine County, that that means he's going to be making like twenty, thirty million dollars. So so you know there's it's you know it's a lot of money, and uh, but so I, I it, it, to me this is all a smoke screen. The two things that I take from it is this: either a He's trying to get his voice heard in the front office because he's trying to prepare for the next round, uh, the next phase of his career, whatever that might be. Uh, if he's trying to get into sports and, and announcing, he's doing it in the wrong way because really, in most cases, assholes don't make it in the uh, NFL uh, announcement game. And well, I guess Troy Aikman did. But, uh, you know, the <laughs> Sorry, Troy, I was a joke. I was a joke, Troy. I know you listen to the pod. So sorry about that. You know, well, so I
1: kind of like Troy. I, Troy, I, I kind of like you. Dude, yeah, but I, yeah,
0: I like Troy, but he, he calls it like he sees it. But anyway, um, and, and so that's not the way to get there. But the other thing is, um, you, you know, it, it could if there's something to it, if he's like, look, I, I want to finish out my career. Tom Brady is down in Tampa winning Super Bowls, and he's really outshouting me. You know, he's only five years older than me. I really need to be preparing for this part. I want to win Super Bowls. I've only won the one. I really want to win some more. I want to try to at least you can't catch him, but you you can you know at least get in the in the conversation. And he had that opportunity to get back home and go to San Francisco. And I really think that he when San Francisco got the three, and, and this is my conspiracy theory, and I don't know if San Francisco would. They're not going to say this, but you don't pull to the three to draft Trey Lance, Um, you know, so they said, you know, their story is they were looking at the three, the four, the five. They were they were good with any of those quarterbacks. I, you know, anyway, I think they went to the three originally probably for Deshaun Watson and, and then all that crap happened. And then I think they were looking to say, okay, if we get the three, that could be what gets us Aaron Rodgers. Um, and so I, I don't know who else could get him. Now there's no draft capital out there to get him, but I think Rodgers was pissed that they didn't even consider it. And that's why the, the, this thing happened right before draft day is he was pissed because, and Shanahan admitted they made the call and green Bay said, no, thank you. And didn't even discuss it with Aaron. And I think that's what caused the, the ruckus right before the draft, but he needs to shut up and play football.
2: Well, I, I, like you mentioned, Shanahan did say they made the call to Green Bay because if, and I think one of his quotes, this isn't exactly what he said, but something along the lines of, if Aaron Rodgers is possibly available, we're going to make the call. At least. I mean, I think you'd be foolish
1: make. not to. I mean, right. he's that kind of talent. So
2: I would disagree with you, Tony. I think they trade up to three, four. I do think they wanted a quarterback. I don't see how three, or, and it's really why this him floating this trade rumor out on Thursday before the draft doesn't make sense because the only reason if you're the Packers, you make a trade with Aaron Rodgers for one of these top picks is if you want one of the quarterbacks, I have to believe the Aaron, the Packers think they have their future quarterback. That's yeah. why they made the decision to go get Jordan love. Now, whether I agree or disagree, that doesn't matter. It's what they think. And honestly, I don't hate the pick when they took Jordan love. The Packers are the one team where they're not afraid to move on from the quarterback before he's just damaged goods. Like, look at Brett Favre, even though Brett Favre was annoying as hell to them, and they finally just said, All right, screw you. We'll just move on. We'll go with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers was a different pick than Jordan Love because Aaron Rodgers was rumored to maybe go number one overall, and he fell in their lap. Jordan Love was, people thought he might be in the second round of that same draft. So that's debatable. But they're willing, and when they made the Jordan Love pick, Rodgers did have a down year. He wasn't great two years ago. Now, all he did this past year was win MVP, so it kind of screwed up their whole plan. Uh, but they're, they're just not going to, there's no reason for the Packers to make the trade now. I was Adam Schefter put out that the math shows if Rodgers, right now, he counts $37.2 million against the cap. If traded before June 1st, he counts $38 million against the cap. It'll be just dead money. If traded after June 1st, it's $21 million against the cap. And if it's traded next year, it's $17 million against the cap. There's no reason for the Packers to rush this. Aaron Rodgers' trade value is not going down. People will still love to have him. Now, I don't... I it, The one that makes the sense to me is the, the Broncos making a move, because I do think the Broncos could possibly be an Aaron Rodgers away from really contending. But I don't know what the Broncos have to offer. Do they... I mean, they could offer some future first, but... If you get Aaron Rodgers, how good are those first going to be? I, They're I going to be at the bottom They're of the Ross, first, yeah. You would think, yeah. I just don't. Under, I don't know what offers are out there for Aaron Rodgers besides just going to be a bunch of first round picks. But yeah, I just don't know. I I don't see why the Packers do it. So that's why I want to go to you, pops, and ask you this: if you had to bet, say, I, I'm telling you, you, have to you have to make a bet of a substantial amount of money. Week one is Aaron Rodgers playing for the Packers next year.
1: I'm betting yes. Yeah, I'm betting yes. Because I think for the some of the reasons you just said, I think the the the, the deals are done. I mean the draft is done. I, I, I think yes. I think he's playing for the Packers or he's hosting Jeopardy week one of the NFL season.
2: So I don't think I do think it was funny that there was rumors thrown out like he's willing to step away from the NFL for Jeopardy. He's not I think he's willing to hold out from the Packers. And if he's holding out from the Packers, sure, I'll go cash a few checks as Jeopardy. Because I do think Jeopardy would be willing to have him just because he's a name and gets people to watch, you know, whatever. But he's not trying to give up on his NFL. He's still got a lot of good years left. And we just talked about how much money he's making this year in football. I don't think Jeopardy's paying Aaron Rodgers $38 million to host. They might pay him more than I'm getting paid, but it ain't $38 million. Geez, I sure hope not. I. But I think he's – it does sound like – He's at his wit's end, he, whatever it is. And I do think it's possible. Aaron Rodgers seems like one of those people to me. He could be a really good hang, but I think you hang out with him a little too long and he could be a real annoying hang. And I think that's where he's at with the Packers. Yeah. He's just, they. It's at, the, it's at the end for him. And I think he's willing to say, F off. I just won't play next year. And I think this is, we've talked about this with the whole Deshaun Watson stuff and other people asking out of trades. I think the NFL is moving to where players think they, Can dictate their future and maybe they can. I just would say to Aaron Rodgers, it did work out for Tom Brady, but he left the Patriots for the Bucks, where the Bucks' talent is obviously better. Wherever Tom or wherever Aaron Rodgers possibly goes, if you remember when the Packers did finally trade Brett Favre, they asked Brett Favre. The reports were they asked Brett Favre, we got two, we got two options. We can trade you to the Bucks or Jets. Where would you like to go? He said Bucks and they said, all right, F off, you're going to the Jets. Like the <laughs> Packers are not going to help out Aaron Rodgers in this thing. So I don't know what's best for him, but yeah. I don't think he's playing. Tony, what do you think he's doing oh, in week one next year?
0: I think he's playing. He's playing week one of this year, next for the year Packers? in the year for the Packers. Yeah. And here and here's why I say why his is too big. He's got records to set. I mean, he is he is still in that prime area of his career. And Kevin, you'll figure this out one day. Sometimes you all of a sudden realize, you know, I might not be in my prime anymore. Uh, I'm not saying that Lifford's out of his prime, but I'm just saying some days you might think about it. And so uh, the 300-yard drives might not happen anymore. So I think that's where he's at. And I think there, that there's no way he's not playing football next year and the year after that. And honestly, I, it would not, if I had to bet, I, I'd say he's going to retire a Packer. And whether that's at thirty nine, forty, forty one, and 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 we'll just see what happens. But I, I I don't see him moving from there. It's just it's just too much money until he's done with that contract. So uh, that's my thought. I, week one going, he will leave the Packers. And Amari Rogers is going to be my twelfth round pick. So I think he's going to do great with him.
2: <laughs> well, I, we have one saying he will not. I don't think he's traded by. By week one, I just think he's going to hold out. We'll, we'll see, though. I, I, I think it'll be interesting because I think both sides are about to go. Let's see how serious you are. I think the Packers are going to say, "Aaron, Aaron, how serious are you about getting out?" And Aaron Rodgers is going to see how serious they are about just holding on to him
0: now if he's not playing. And we'll see. He may hold out preseason because he doesn't need a preseason. But yeah. remember, we got seventeen games this year. But I, I think he's playing week one. I, I he's he's not a holdout candidate. I, I okay just so.
2: Well, we know Aaron Rodgers, he tried to take over draft night and he did for a little bit with the media narrative, (laughs) but let's actually talk about some of the picks. We've had some time to, not only the first round, but just picks in general. Uh, Let's start, or I'll throw it to you, Tony, first, the quarterbacks that went in the first round. We had what, five quarterbacks go in the first round, Mm -hmm. which pick? you take the floor Where, who do you want to talk about? Who either you thought you hated it, you loved it just to move on some of the quarterbacks.
0: Um, well, uh, let's start with the jets. I mean, Trevor Lawrence's was a br- no brainer. We've known this for two years. Whoever was there was going to take Trevor Lawrence. And, and I, I really hope that he turns out to be a generational quarterback. I really, really do. Now, I think um, he's got
1: a chance to, too. I truly he do. absolutely
0: does. He's got the, he, he he's got all the tools and he's got the mindset for it. And he, he's just a, he's a winner, but, um, I think the Jets locked themselves into Zach Wilson way too early in this process Um, of all those quarterbacks. I I think you could, and some of the uh, analysts have said this, Justin Fields really rocketed up after some pro days and and looking at the measurables and the type of of run, uh, the, the type of mobility he can provide. And I think they locked Zach Wilson too soon. Uh, they just couldn't get out of taking Zach Wilson. I mean, and I know that uh, the new coach there is going to have the West Coast philosophy and some of that BYU uh, offense was uh, based upon that, so it's a, a good fit for him. But hes he, I think he's by 20 pounds, maybe, the um, smallest of those five quarterbacks. Is it 20 pounds? Maybe more. Thin frame, not, that, not as tall. I, I just have uh, concerns about his... Uh, his ability to, to take hits in the NFL and, and to be that kind of quarterback that you need to be to, to do rollouts and stuff and take that kind of contact. I thought that and they, and again, like I said, it was a done deal. They just decided on it and went with it. And uh, I, I think to me, that's the one that possibly has the, the least chance of working out. If I they should have kept Darnold and let and let Wilson be under, you know, one or two years and then let Darnold really put some value out there and get something better for him. But I uh, I get it, new regime and stuff, but I think Wilson of those five was the the least one. I thought getting the move to get Fields was was great. I, I, I thought that was uh um uh, where they were um uh, where they dropped in uh to, to just drive in there in Chicago. I, I think he may thrive there. Um, they don't have real high expectations for quarterbacks there. So, so that's a good thing for Fields because he'll struggle his first couple of years. Um I I said this to uh Prestige Worldwide and to a couple of guys that uh that I play fantasy football with that, you know, I, I think there is some you know, Dwayne Haskins did not do Justin Fields any favors. Um coming out of Ohio state and, and, and not being the quarterback that folks thought he was going to be. And, and so, um, I think that may have been why fields, that may have been why Atlanta didn't make a move to get fields and why some of those, some, someone didn't try to trade in higher than that to get fields. But that's my take on the quarterbacks. It, you know, Lance was, where was he? he? heard me say it earlier. I, I, I think he's three or four years away. Definitely. I said he wasn't worth the three. I, he was worth something I in this draft. You got to go get what you want to get. I'll I'll defer to David Pike on that. He that's always what he says. You you got to go draft who you want to draft. So um, he, you know, that was, that was fine. But I think uh, as we come out of this, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields may be the ones that, that are the most successful out of this draft.
2: It, it, it always intrigues me. Like, so you mentioned the Dwayne Haskins effect that that had on fields. And I do think there was something to it. And that, that always kind of, It kind of just makes me understand a little bit why we're so bad. I say we, why the NFL is about 50 50 when it comes to drafting quarterbacks in the first round, because why would you base what fields is going to be on Dwayne Haskins when it looks like from what we all gather with Dwayne Haskins at Washington football team, football was not his priority. He just didn't really care that much about football. It was something he was good at, but I don't think he was ready to make it everything. And how do why are we saying Fields is going to be the same way just because he happened to wear the same school jersey? You know I, I, That seems silly to me to base my scouting on that. I, if I just look at the football aspect, Fields was fast, he's athletic. yeah, he can throw He made some throws that are as good as the ones Lawrence would make. He's also got that big body to what makes me think he can stay healthy. He is very intriguing to me. I, he did drop. I know we talked last week to Ben Albright. And he just threw out there as a possibility that maybe he's not the best locker room. Cause he kind of always has this chip on my shoulder thing when really it's like, Oh, you actually were a five-star recruit your entire life. And you started four years yeah. in high school and then you went to Georgia. And then as soon as you want to transfer from Georgia, every big school was ready to come get you. It's not like you've really came out of nowhere. Like, like you've always been really good. So maybe that knows you, but I I like the bears getting that pick. I, I did too. It was it's, a good move. Even though I know the, the Bears got Trubisky, so it's not the first time they've tried to go get a quarterback in the first round to be their guy. But Fields feels different than Trubisky. Trubisky was one that the Bears loved and not everyone else did, where Fields is like, everything's there. Now let's see if we can do it. And the and the Bears went and did it. I like the pick. I, I think that was a yeah. good one. Yeah. I like the Lance pick. I don't know when he'll play. Pops, where do you stand on some of the quarterbacks? I mean, we hadn't even mentioned Mac Jones's name, who – I, I am curious to know your opinion on this pop. So the, there was all the rumors that the 49ers are going to get max jump Mac Jones. It sounds like after draft night, I heard Shanahan and John Lynch talking to SVP on sports center. And it sounds like they knew they were going Lance the entire time. And this was just a big old smoke screen. And Mac Jones fell all the way down to what? 15, 15 right yeah. into the Patriots laps, which maybe that's who they wanted. Maybe not. They didn't have to trade up to go get him. What do you think about all that? Were they just blowing smoke up our ass, or did they actually like Mac Jones and they switched? Like, what was it? What was up with all that?
1: I, I really don't know what was up with the Mac Jones stuff, but but the more I kind of got into it and looked, this, this Trey Lance does look like his ceiling is as high as anybody's that we've seen. Um, so so looking at his measurables, and you mentioned their size, Tony. I, I looked at uh, Trey Lance was six three two twenty. Now, Zach Wilson was 6'2", 214 is what they were listed at, so not that much uh, smaller. Um, Is there a quarterback you've seen in the last few years that looks younger than Zach Wilson? Oh, my God, he looks like a 16-year-old kid. Um,
0: He's he's a good Mormon boy. he, He really looks young. Put him on a bicycle and a white shirt and black pants and send him out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the thing, I do want to talk about Lance, and then I want to talk about that number four pick because I like Pitts. I like Pitts, and I like what Atlanta did a whole lot. Um, But And and I don't hear this anymore, but I looked at some highlights of of Trey Lance. He has kind of what I call that long throwing motion. What happened to loving that Dan Marino just put your arm up and go like six inches and it goes 80 yards? I mean, that used to be the deal, that quick release. And you see so many quarterbacks now with a much longer release, which used to be the death knell. I think that's what they talked about Tim Tebow, why he wasn't successful. And I'm telling you, Lance appears to have a a wind-up release a little bit to me. Uh, but he's obviously fast. I think, you know, he only played one game this season due to COVID. And I think that was a, right. a, a yeah. preseason game or something or a, a whatever. It's
0: against UCA, Central Arkansas. Against UCA in, in Arkansas. <laughs> and, and I'll tell
1: you another thing that is, is intriguing, and I've heard a lot of people brag. So in 19, when he started, he threw 28 TDs and zero interceptions. But I'll tell you what, I don't know if I want a quarterback that never throws an interception because Sometimes you got to take a chance. Sometimes you got to put the ball out there and give your receiver a chance to go get it. So I'm not that doesn't hype me up as much, but it did look like he had the speed. He's got some running ability. He's got the size. I mean, he's Kyler Murray, but bigger mm-hmm. uh, is kind of the the impression I got. Now he played at a San Diego State, so or San Diego uh, North Dakota State, uh, but but they run a very pro style offense there. Mm-hmm. So. So I like the pick. I did think he was the obvious pick over Mac Jones because I think Mac Jones' ceiling and he, he might be good at, at uh at New England. I mean he does kind of look a lot like a Brady, you know. <laughs> Bill um, Belichick has a type. <laughs> and, and and he does look like that. Um so but I like I think Lance's ceiling is just out of this out of this world and I'm really excited I, about that.
2: It just felt like the, the 49ers do not trade up everything they did to get to number three to take Mac Jones. Not that I don't think Mac Jones is going to be a good quarterback, but you saw where he ended up falling. Athletically, just their athletic ability and their arm talent, I think Mac Jones was the fifth best quarterback just yeah. on those. Now, he does have some things where I'm not saying you can't win with an athletic quarterback because I think I would rather have an athlete to have the option of running, but... We do see a Tom Brady who's got a lot of Super Bowls and he doesn't do it by running around. He does it by managing the pocket. And that's what Mac Jones does too. So I I don't think he's going to be bad there, but I just thought there was no way the whole time. I just couldn't believe that the 49ers were actually trading up to three to get Mac Mac Jones. Jones. I I, I couldn't, I think that was a bit, they told people this, but I think they knew all along it was Lance. And I feel like it was one of those, maybe even fishing out snakes in their own, in their own office. Maybe they told their office, we really like Mac Jones just to see, where do the reports come? You know, almost like a, a game of Thrones reference. They almost pulled a Tyrion where they just leak out a little bit to each person and whatever news gets out. They're like, okay,
1: there's my leak. Now we yeah. know, mm-hmm.
2: now we know where the leak is. I don't know. I just don't think there's any chance they were ever going Mac Jones. Cause if you're, if that's who you wanted, then just trade less. And you could have got Kirk cousins who a lot of people say is going, is Mac Jones just a few years older? You know, I, I don't know. I am interested to see what Mac Jones does at new England though. I think they could end up winning with him. Tony, what what do you think about just in general? On Mac Jones, where where were your thoughts? Okay, on him?
0: so I I for some reason the name escapes me. So tell me the quarterback for Alabama. He played in the NFL for several years as a backup.
1: AJ McCarron.
0: AJ McCarron, the one that uh, uh, the one that Brent Musburger could not stop talking about his girlfriend. Yep.
1: His girlfriend or uh, is, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So that would be AJ McCarron. You got it. If you ask me, Mac Jones is more like AJ McCarron than he is. Tom Brady and, and, and here's the thing. And I want to talk, I think this is a statement you can say about the whole draft, everybody this year in in the first round, especially you're, you're, you're putting your money on the come line because 2020 was a season unlike any other, the college football, wasn't playing a full slate of games. And if they were, they weren't playing against everybody that no one had a full, their full slate of, uh, of players, uh, you didn't have a combine. All you had was pro days. And in some cases, guys weren't going to their pro days. This was a really tough year to draft. And, and, and so where I think the Patriots did the right thing with Mac Jones is say, we're just going to sit here and all indications are this kid is a starter in the NFL, but we're not going to move. We're not going to spin anything. We're going to go right here. Where you did what Trey Lance and Justin Fields may have issues with is that they didn't play much football in 2020. And you're looking at 2019 and and, and there is a significant difference that can happen when a player is expected to do something versus when he's not expected to do something. And you're game True planning that. against him and you and, and you're all your guys are going and that's what's gonna happen in the NFL. But that's about the, you know, you can say that about just about everyone in the first round. Now in the second, third, fourth rounds, you know, those guys had to play to earn their spots to get drafted. So you don't see as many opt outs later on in the draft, but then these first and second rounds, a lot of opt outs guys are like, there are a lot of teams are just betting the come line that, yeah, I think, you know, the, the measurable say we should draft them. And that's what concerns me about Mac Jones. It concerns me about uh, all of these, these guys that got traded up for offensive, especially, uh, Uh, in this draft
2: that is the scary thing about Lance and we can move on from the quarterback stuff but Lance was fantastic the last year he played he was great yeah now it's possible we've seen this time and time again where all of a sudden teams have a full year of film on you and they've really prepared and that that what if you're a one-trick pony you're not you're you're no longer any good and he did not have a good game against UCA as you said as you mentioned earlier Tony so it is interesting to know like I would have liked to see two years out of him. same with Mac Jones. And and the thing with Mac Jones also is, and I'm still, you know, I think I'm betting on Tua. I, we know I'm a big Tua Tungvaluva fan over here, but the last Alabama quarterback we saw come with those loaded wide receivers had did not do so good in his rookie yeah. year. And Mac Jones, while he was great, he had some really good targets. So, well, it, it, it's not New England yeah. does not have those kind of receivers. No, right. and, no. And, he had better
1: receivers last year, Mac Jones did. For sure. Did. I mean, for sure. There's no, no doubt in my no mind.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, two of them got drafted for anyway. The um but th- remember though, I, he Mac Jones may not may not have to play a lot this year if Cam Newton uh can right. can hold down the fort and they decide that nine and seven is good enough. Uh so um because I don't think Cam Newton can get the Patriots to 10, or 10 wins or more. Uh, cause so all you bet online, folks, if you're looking for those win totals, go out there and look at I'm saying I don't see how New England gets to 10 with Cam Newton, a quarterback, with the, with the advancements you saw in the AFC East uh, in this draft. So, uh, But that said, so Mac may not have to go this year. That gives them another year to get him ready for the NFL. Uh, and so last thing, I, I think the quarterback to watch in this whole draft, uh, is Davis Mills, uh, the kid that went to Houston. Houston? Uh, and I think it was late second from two, Stanford. Yeah, from Stanford, late second, early third. I, I can't think
2: remember. it was end of the second or at the beginning of the third. Yeah, I can't yeah. Really yeah. Exactly. so he I can't went look.
0: late. Um, I really hope Deshaun Watson plays. I, I you know, you hope that, that that situation is not what we're going to talk about tonight. You hope that situation works itself out where everybody, um, everything is okay. Now in this day and age, you know, you can't be naive about that, but that said, if someone can get in front of Davis mills and let that kid mature, he's got the pro, he's got the pro uh, measurables that you want other than the uh, mobility, tall arm strength, touch, Uh, He was a five-star recruit. And I think
2: uh, Stanford's coach said that it's the best quarterback he's seen since Andrew Luck of any, any product, not just Stanford quarterbacks, just in general. If he has
0: got the ability, he had the ability. If he had a full year this year, I think you would have seen his stock really rise, but you didn't. So you didn't. And so we'll see, but I I think he's one to watch out of this whole quarterback class.
2: So of course, you know, we're going to have to touch on what old Jerry and the Cowboys did in the draft and they got basically their whole board got flipped upside down when they at, at pick eight. They thought, all right, we got both cornerbacks. They wanted either J. C. Horn or Pat Sertain. Supposedly, they wanted Sertain from Alabama. That was their guy. They really wanted. Mm-hmm. Other people kind of reported maybe J. C. Horn, Joe Horn's younger son. For huh. anybody out there, I didn't know Horn. that. Okay, yeah. but. What, it, what instead happened is the Carolina Panthers and Denver Broncos, both teams that some thought may be interested in Justin Fields or Mac Jones, both went corner. So they took Horn and Sertain. So then the Cowboys pick at 10. And everybody's uh, scouting report from this draft was there's two really good corners. And then there's a few other decent corners. And the Cowboys at 10 didn't want a decent corner. So they trade down. They get Micah Parsons, who is by a lot of people's... Uh, prognostic like or a lot of people scouts the best defensive player in the draft but they also they trade with the philadelphia eagles and the eagles now get Devonte smith he could come back to haunt him what what, what do y'all think
0: tony what you think about what the cowboys did so i did like it love it hate it i i liked it because they didn't panic and so I, two things they should have known they caught they got caught with their pants down and I I didn't I wasn't watching the draft during that time frame I would love to have seen into the Cowboys draft room what happened with Jerry so
2: interestingly they showed the Cowboys draft room it was empty now I don't okay. know if that means nobody was
0: working or what they, but it was nobody in there they must have all left the room so they could go shouting who the hell didn't know that Denver was looking at a cornerback at nine, because I, I guarantee you, somebody got fired that night. I don't know who it was. Somebody was fired by them not being prepared for Denver to take Sertain. I They knew, I, I think it was pretty much done deal that Carolina was going to take Horn. Um, and Horn has, uh, I can't remember which of the uh, assistant coaches, uh, Coach Joe Horn or Coach Jason, there, there's a c- connection to Horn as well there with the Cowboys, but, they got caught with their pants down. They should have been making that trade with Denver to get up there to get Sertain if they knew they had interest in him. And if they didn't, shame on them. But they didn't panic like we talk about it later. The Giants did later on in the draft trading down. Uh, it was good that they traded down, and then they panicked when they got there uh, and took Tony. But um, the Cowboys did the right thing at that point in time, and Parsons was a, a very quality pick at that point in the draft.
2: I would imagine, so the Cowboys identified that they were willing to trade down there because they didn't want the the Devontae Smith, the receiver that went next, and the new others did. I would imagine that they also got a call from the Bears about Justin Fields there because the Bears traded up to pick 11 right after them. And so they could have possibly gotten the 20th overall pick and then a, a future four and a future five. But I think their their thought process was they, they did eye Mark, Micah Parsons as a potential candidate, and he wasn't going to drop to 20. So I don't hate the pick. And then for anybody out there just – and it's weird defending Jerry Jones because I usually don't find myself in this situation. But for anyone out there who was upset that they traded with the Eagles, so the Eagles now get Devontae Smith, after seeing the Giants take uh, Kadarius Tony at pick 20, the Giants were going to take a receiver, and they were going to take Devontae Smith. So the Cowboys, I think, identified – at least they did their homework within the division, Tony, and they realized, one way or another, Devontae Smith's going to be in our division. So at least if we trade down with the Eagles – then we still get the defensive yeah. uh, defensive player we want and a future, I think, a third with that. So I, I, don't, I actually thought they did a decent job because yeah. usually, like you said, the Cowboys just panic and they go, ooh, there's a Heisman winner. Let's take him. And now we have 18 receivers and nobody on defense, yeah. which bef, has been the case for a while now. So, bef, bef, Dad,
0: did you... Yeah, uh, what were we gonna before say, you flip it to the doctor, I, I just want to say this. I, I'm not going to say he's this smart, and I don't believe he's this smart, but maybe he is. I would rather have Devontae Smith being thrown... Uh, thrown to from Jalen hurts than Daniel Jones. And so maybe they thought about that and made it, made the trade that way. Who knows? It's, but, it's possible. Cause I, I think they knew Devontae Smith uh, was hope, going
2: to tenor. I hope he's not yeah. that smart. <laughs> uh, Pops, was there anything uh, on the Cowboys' uh, pick, or just in general?
1: that you, I, I like the, off? I like, I like the uh, what Parsons is his name? Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the pick. Uh, we need him. I think we, 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 we duh, forget that Dallas. I think they got another linebacker, didn't they? Uh, that's that's uh, got a lot yes. of speed and can cover. To put with, but but also read that Jalen Smith may be in trouble, and I thought Jalen Smith was doing a pretty good job for Dallas. So you well, know, he, guys he might was,
2: and then he had more. a tough year last year, and then they declined the player option for uh, Van Der Esch, which means they do have him this year, but then he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Okay, after this year, well, Van Der so, Esch has
1: had the injury issues. You right, know? Um, I, I like that the kid was. I think
2: that was their thought process is we're not really sure if we want to guarantee a lot of money to him when we don't even know can he play two back to back weeks. Sean Lee. Ended up retiring, so
1: well, and he needed to. I mean, yeah. he, he did. Uh, and then, who was the corner they wind up getting? Uh, Kevin uh, Joseph, jo- I Kelvin, think maybe Kelvin
0: Joseph from, from
1: Kelvin Kentucky. Joseph, which I think has all the talent. But there's some some uh, is there character questions or something about him? And I don't I don't know what they are. I, I don't. I'd heard that, but but uh, so I don't know. There was some questions about him. Obviously, he went later in the draft. Uh, and, and if, you know, if, if you go in the second and third rounds there's, and you have that athletic ability, there's there's some question somewhere about you in general. Uh, uh, but at any rate, I, I liked Dallas's draft. Uh, I, again, I, I alluded to it earlier. I think that Kyle Pitts is a game changer, guys. I really think and I think. Uh, uh, uh Matty Freeze has 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 some years left. I Maddie think Matty Ice. yeah, sorry, Matty Ice. Uh, I, I think he's got some years left. I hear that Atlanta's maybe looking to trade Julio, but uh, uh I like the pits. I think he's one of the best athletes I've seen come around in in a several years. Uh, and I really, I really thought that was a good pick. Yeah,
2: the, the only I have seen some people argue that. You just How often do you actually get a pick in the top five? And for Atlanta to not go ahead and try to address the future quarterback situation, I could see a possible issue. But I I think that we talked about this before. I think their coach, uh, was it Arthur Smith? Is that his name?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think
2: yeah. he went there and I, he had options and I, he chose Atlanta because I don't think he's – he doesn't think uh, Matt Ryan's done yet. I don't either. And if that's the case, there's not – Their roster isn't just – they had some moves that were bad, and that's why they're in this cap situation. But Matt Ryan, with those weapons, you could see a big year for Matt Ryan this year. I wouldn't shock me because I don't think Matt Ryan's done it. We've seen quarterbacks play until they're 40, 40 40-plus.
1: One other thing I kind of wanted to ask you guys' opinion on because I really didn't see him play, but Cincinnati taking uh, Chase, uh, when it's pretty obvious Burrow needs some protection up front – and you need weapons. I mean, there's no question you need weapons, but you need to stay upright to get the ball to those weapons. And I is Chase that kind of guy? I think he went before Waddle, right? Chase Waddle really Waddell has good. got the uh, uh, the the Tyreek Hill kind of speed, right? Chase does not. Or what? What's what? Do y'all think about that? I thought that was a Chase has the pick.
2: explosiveness. He's a little bigger. He can go up and get it. Obviously, he played with Joe Burrow and was amazing. In 2019 and then opted out this past year. Uh a lot of people had him as the most talented wide receiver in the and and he didn't get wear to Jalen Waddle did have some ankle issues last year and then tried to play on in the championship game, re-hurt his ankle. Now it might be totally fine moving forward, but that kind of seemed like a situation to me where I I kind of thought they should have went Panese but He dropped down in the Lions. I don't know if y'all saw their their video of their war room, their draft room. When they got it. they were – it looked like they won the Super Bowl. They did not think he was dropping to them.
0: Yeah. Detroit – Yeah, they're becoming the thugs of the NFL. I love it. They are going to be the bad (laughs) boys of Detroit again.
2: I don't know if I love – I think you protect Joe Burrow because – I don't know how – you can have all the weapons that you want. If you can't stay healthy, it doesn't matter. But they did – in the second round, they got Jackson Carmen, offensive tackle out of Clemson, who was high recruit going to Clemson, and he's supposed to be good. So maybe they thought we could just address that <laughs> problem later. So maybe they did. I don't know. Jamar Chase says I think that was a situation too, Dad, where – Joe Burrow really likes him some Jamar Chase. And I think he went to the owners and was like, I'll just tell you who I want. And we see how Aaron Rodgers' situation is working when you don't listen to your quarterback. You know, so exactly. Maybe that's what they're doing.
1: And, and I know this is a guy you listen to, Kevin. I don't know if Tony does. But Rosillo, you know, was had, had on his little tear on, on his podcast about, well, what if Burrow didn't like Chase? Well, well let me tell you this. <laughs> Burrow might not could have talked them into picking Chase if they didn't want to. He could have damn sure talked them out of it. Yeah. He could have said, this guy's worthless, you know, whatever. So Burrow has to – Burrow had to sign off on it and say, I played with the guy, he's special. Uh, uh, so, so I think
2: Burrow did more than sign off on it. I think he stood on the table for Chase. Like, I think he I really, too. really, really want y'all to get him.
1: I, d- yeah. I do too. I think that's what happened there.
2: And I- Burrow, which may or may not be good for him long term, I don't think he's worried about his health. He seems like the guy who would take hits and he's fine with getting smacked around because he wants to be tough, which is – uh, I would, I like that in a quarterback, but I don't want you to hit. Like I'm cool with you being that tough guy, but I don't want you to get hit. I don't want you to get your knees torn up. So yeah, yeah. he's only got one year, and he already has a massive scar on his knee from it. So let's hope there's not a lot more. Yeah. Tony, what'd you think about not going with the
0: I, protection? I would have gone with the protection, and, and here's why. So I, I thought it was it's funny, but I don't know if you guys saw the meme that went out of Joe Burrow's scar of <laughs> saying we need. We need an offensive lineman and, and it was a meme <laughs> that had the scar on it and uh um uh, and his pretty big scar, but uh but anyway, I, I think a lot is so the two things and prestige worldwide and I had this conversation. I think Jamar Chase in that big year, remember the guy opposite him just was the uh if he not, if he wasn't, he was in a runner up for the uh, NFL offensive rookie of the year in Justin Jefferson. So I I am concerned that Jamar chase is not a wide receiver one. Now in this wide receiver class, was is now he was the better receiver at LSU. He was the better over Justin Jefferson, over Justin Jefferson but, but you had to, you had to, uh, you had to take, you, you had to be aware of Justin Jefferson. So, um, but I, I will say that in this uh, class, which is not the wide receiver class we saw in 2020, um, he was the best one. He's probably, he's 25 pounds heavier than Devontae Smith, still runs the same speed at, at measurables, um, a little bit taller, uh, six foot. He, he's the guy, if you want a wide receiver, he was the wide receiver to take in this draft class. Now, is there as much difference between him and a wide receiver you could get in the second round and Penny Sewell and Harmon, the guy they, they took in the second round, I don't think so. That you don't see. I forget what Sewell's measurables are. Is he six four, six five, something like that? Let me look. He's a, six six. He's your prototypical 6'6", six, foot six three hundred and thirty <laughs> six, pounds. Those That's guys, a lot of man. <laughs> those guys don't come around very often. Now I think there was a tackle drafted later in the draft that was six. at six foot eight, three ten. But come on, man. You know, I I, I think you got to take that tackle right there and, and say, look, Joe, we want you to be around for a while, so we're going to put a big old chunk of meat on your on your blind side to make sure that doesn't happen. Now, they did had some moves previously, some free agents. They have added some additional offensive linemen to that to that uh, room, but I, I I personally think that that was not not the move. You could have gotten other weapons um, for for Joe Burrow and, and gotten that lineman to protect that blind side.
2: But if there is, and as we move off from this, but if there is some kind of, we've seen it before, when a quarterback and receiver do have that little bit of a different connection, whether it be the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Tony Romo at times had it with Des Bryant, or, you know, you got a Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison with Peyton Manning. Sometimes when they have that, that just, they don't have to say anything. They just read, read the defense the same way. They can really tear up a defense and maybe, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have that. Oh, and Joe Burrow has a great arm, and Jamar Chase is maybe as talented as anybody out there. If that's the case, we might see that a great tandem for the next 10 years. So I, yeah. I don't hate it. I just would have rather, I think, get a left tackle that's going to be my starting blindside left tackle for yeah. the next 10 to 15 years. Dude, Before
1: yeah. you move off of this, I wanted to say there's a guy I'm rooting for. Well... I don't know if I am or not. Devonte Smith, I want him to do well. I like the kid. Uh, he's Absolutely. at Philly, though. Good God, I just I'm having yeah. a hard time with him being at Philly. Yeah. But and and I, his size, I, I'll be honest. I mean, he's done well. His size does concern me. I hope the kid does well. I'm rooting for him. Other yeah. except for when he plays Dallas, <laughs> you know. You know, I hate it. I like Jalen
2: Hurts and Devonte Smith just as guys, like as yeah. like, as people. But they're both on
0: Philly. I don't want to root for the yeah, Eagles. That makes it bad, doesn't it? But Philly's not supposed to be full of good guys, right? I don't know how they're going to change yeah. that image. I, I, you know, unless they make them throw batteries at people. I don't know. I, I just, just, I don't know what they're going to do. And I will say this. And so I, I had said this early. Devontae Smith, if it works out, reminds me of Jerry Rice.
1: He, me too,
0: Tony. And he, he's and smooth. Me too. He makes cuts. He, when you need the speed, he's got the speed. He is, but he's not a big guy, and and he's not
1: it, flashy. He just not, gets open and catches balls. The NFL,
0: know? and unfortunately, I think the NFL is different than it was in Jerry Rice's day, where the the cornerbacks and safeties are just so much bigger and even with the new rules, uh, you're going to take punishment. I'm really concerned. I hope he stays healthy and I really hope he does well. Just, just, he has two bad weeks when they play the Cowboys. So uh, that's, that's really it. You know, I, I, I'm rooting for him as well.
2: Well, it's just one of those weird things where, you heard all the people like, oh, I don't know about his size. I just don't think he could be that great. I don't see how he's going to get open. But I'm just going back. So in 2019, so this wasn't even the year that he won Heisman. This was the year before when there was, at the time, four first-round picks on this Alabama uh, wide receiver roster. And they played against South Carolina, who a lot of people love J.C. Horn. And all Devontae Smith did was go for eight catches, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. I I get that he's small, but... He was small all last year against the SEC yeah, and really dominated, dominated every I single mean. game. And then they lost their other receiver, Jalen Waddle, who maybe you think he's better. And all he did was do better. He just dominated yeah. even more. So yeah.
1: I and seems like I a classic like
2: kid too. too. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, yeah. I, I I like him. You, you want? its like y'all game.
1: mentioned.
2: It's like what y'all mentioned with Jerry Rice, and I'm not saying like I don't think anyone on the pod is saying he's the next Jerry Rice, but like. Sure, he might not have the greatest 40-time. He might not be the tallest. He might not be the biggest, but damn it, he's open every time. And he catches the ball every time. At some point, you just go, screw it. (laughs) I'm just going to throw it. All he does is catch
1: passes. That's all he does. That's
2: all he does. Um, All right. I want to switch from... Uh, just analyzing some of the draft, like the, the scouting of the players and how they fit in teams. We we got to talk some names oh. before we do that. Though I do want to tell you about our friends over at Locker Room. So there was a cool stuff going on after the draft and during the draft all night, where you could hop on Locker Room. It's kind of like a a live audio only sports talk platform where you just you hop on and your favorite host or your favorite analyst are on there just. And athletes even just kind of shooting the shit and talking and you jump on, and you get to ask them questions, interact with them. It's a real cool thing. It's free to download and use. You can talk to all kinds of fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game, post-draft breakdowns, and just reacting to breaking news. If Aaron Rodgers even gets, tra- gets traded, I guarantee there will be a locker room going on at that moment where you can hear like real-time reaction to the breaking news. And you can share your own experience. The locker room is free audio only social media platform for sports fans. You can start now by downloading it on the Apple app store. It's free to download. Then you link your Twitter account to it and you get notified whenever your favorite uh, Twitter accounts go live on locker room. It is awesome. Great for any sports fan out there. Go download now locker room on the Apple iOS app store, Tony you you didn't tell us who you didn't tell us what you were going to tell us about, but there's just something with names. You had, you had names that you want to talk about. So just yeah. the floor is yours. Take All it away. Right. So
0: I think this draft was the best draft ever for unique names. And I'll start with a couple that are just kind of just, okay. Yeah. It's a unique name, right? So, uh, you know, how many times do you guy see a guy named Rondale? That's going to do well. You got Rondale Moore. Going out to Arizona, what a what's your name, Rondale? I love it, I love <laughs> it, right? And then he got you got Terrace Marshall. His name's not Terrence, it's Terrace, like you have a terrace outside your your apartment. Terrace, Who <laughs> name's the guy Terrace. That's his name. Terrace. Maybe that's where he was
1: conceived, or
0: something. I, it certainly could be. Okay, and then, I, but just some great roll off the tongue names: Amon Ra, Saint Brown. So, his first name is hyphenated, but his last name's not. So, Amon Ra St. Brown. You know, (laughs) how are you going to say that? For 77 yards, Amon Ra St. Brown's Amon Ra. You know, great. And, you know, uh, just some fantastic names. And you can't leave out Kadarius Tony. (laughs) You know, uh, what a great name.
2: Kadarius was a good name.
0: Kadarius. But here's my favorite, okay? Well no, uh, one more, because I, I think we, we all know someone that now has a new nickname. And here here's the guy, Chubba Hubbard. You gotta love Chubba <laughs> Hubbard. So <laughs> I running back. Hear that one. You gotta love it, Chuba, Chubba Hubbard. But here's my Do you point. wanna know uh real quick, you
2: mentioned Amon Ross A. Brown. Do you know who his brother is? No. Uh, his brother is Green Bay Packers wide receiver. Equinamius. Equinamius St. Brown. Right. <laughs> oh. oh, that's awesome. You want to know what's even crazier? Here's their dad's name, John Brown. Very normal name. And they have another brother awesome. who's a college football player at Stanford named Osiris St. Brown. So they, John Brown was like, My name is too boring. We're about to throw some names at y'all.
0: That is awesome.
2: I didn't know you were gonna bring him up, but I'm so glad that's you did.
0: Awesome. That is a great story. Okay. So you might think that Tutu Atwell was gonna be my name that I love, but it's not. <laughs> as much as you gotta like a guy that's that's that that's five, seven and weighs maybe a buck twenty, and his name's Tutu, and he survived <laughs> this long to get drafted in the NFL. That's great. But here's here's my favorite name. All right. Tight end Trey. McKitty, McKitty, and it's K I T T Y. My kitty, so it's Matt Kitty, Trey McKitty. So, <laughs> how hard do you think it's going to be for this guy to get a locker in the locker room? Look, McKitty, <laughs> how how many my kitties do you think he's going to have when he walks in the law? Hey Rook, hey hey, go get my kitty backpack over there. Hey Rook, <laughs> go. speak of McKitty McKitty, we have right over here. Trey McKitty. Speaking
2: of McKitty, we had a first round pick from the Colts, Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay. K W I T Y. I'll tell you. Quiddy Pay.
0: The draft Which he has is, a really
2: cool story, too. He was a cool story. Yeah.
0: He, they're full of but I, I just cannot imagine what Trey McKitty's life is going to be like in the NFL for this first year as a rookie. I, I just can't imagine. He just wore it, might as well, you know, because they already had those rookies that had to wear those My Kitties. You know, they, they had to take their My Kitty backpacks. You saw that on. Hard knocks, you know. I don't know what Trey McKitty, McKitty. <laughs> is going to have to go through. I just, I well, just love I it. it's see, great I names your, this year. Great names.
2: I see your your fun names, and I raise you. This name's not fun, but just a fun story. So there was a a player for the North Carolina Tar Heels named Michael Carter. The Jets took Michael Carter in the fourth round of the draft, but when they took him. They thought, ES- they thought maybe they put in the wrong name because ESPN started rolling the film of someone else. That's because there was also another Michael Carter who happened to play for the Duke Blue Devils. So not only did the Jets think, crap, we just drafted the wrong Michael Carter, the next round came along and they realized, I kind of like this other Michael Carter. So they both tra- they drafted Michael Carter in back-to-back rounds. I don't know if that is the first time this ever happened, but I feel like it has to be the first time. And it that's was who, who the Jets? Carters.
0: The Jets. The Jets. They oh, took wow. Michael
2: Carter in the fourth and fifth round.
0: That's wow. hilarious. I wonder if they did it just to make sure. Hey, let's make sure we got the right one. Let's just take them both. Let's take See, both I, Michael I, Carters.
2: I can't help but think that maybe they weren't even eye- eyeing the Blue Devils, Michael Carter. I think they just, when they saw ESPN roll the film, because ESPN just had an honest mistake, because there's two, two people with the same name. And I think they might have been like, one of the scouts is like, well, hot damn. Whoever they're showing right there is really good. I like that guy. And their pick came back around. They're like, screw it. Let's go with Michael Carter again. Why not? Uh,
0: so that's always,
2: I just love that there was two Michael Carters taken back in back-to-back rounds by the Jets. You know, Jets, just keep being the Jets. No one else can do it quite like them. That's awesome. Um, I do, Pops, I want to get your thoughts. You know, we talked about we were kind of giving uh, Mark Cuban some shit couple weeks ago because right. he all of a sudden was complaining about the play-in games that he voted that the for Mavericks that he voted for now that the Mavericks were going to have to possibly play in one. Well, another team now, the Los Angeles Lakers are tied with the Mavericks for the 60. They're both tied at six. One of them will probably end up being the five. One will be the six, but whoever is that they, one of them will likely drop into these play-in games if they don't start picking up some wins here soon. And LeBron recently, after they lost, and now he's missing a couple games with the, he's kind of still rehabbing this ankle. He went out on, he had a little rant where he said, I don't know who decided these play in games. These are ridiculous. I, whoever came up with that idea needs to be fired. Calling for someone's job. Well, mind you, let March of 2020. LeBron James himself was on the road tripping podcast where he mentioned that one thing. Here's this quote: "One thing you can't you can't do is go straight to the playoffs because it discredits the 60 plus games. The guys that had that were fighting for position. You got all these teams fighting for that eight seed. What if you just had like a few of them played out in a five game thing where they played in <laughs> to see who can make it into the." make it into the, the playoffs. So when he was a one seed, he thought the play in games would be a real fun thing to do. It'd be fun to watch. It's more fair for those teams that are all fighting for position. But now, but now you might have to play Steph Curry and the warriors for a winner take all. He's like, this is dumb. I don't like this idea anymore. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. The whole NBA is and now. I just think these playing games are going to be so fun. If the Lakers play in a play in game, I just wish I could be sitting there with either Adam Silver or maybe like ESPN or TNT because you know how bad they need the Lakers in the playoffs? The Lakers make – they they print money when they're in the playoffs. And if they lose a play-in game, that is going to be a big loss for the NBA and TNT and ESPN. So I just wanted to watch that with like uh, the ESPN execs who are just sitting there going, oh my God, if we don't get a seven-game series with LeBron and Anthony Davis and the defending champs, that's going to suck.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So – yeah so it's it's ahead, it's seven through ten that have uh playing games to make seeds seven and eight is that right
1: that's right okay yeah but it's it's weird right seven and eight play each other and nine and ten play each other it's it's not seeded and the, and the, out it's it's a weird setup. seven
2: and eight play each other the winner is in as the seven okay and then whoever loses the seven eight game okay. plays the winner of the nine ten that nine ten game losing you go home
0: okay I got you.
2: So if you if you make the seven or eight, you have to you effectively have to lose two games to miss the playoffs. So you get a second chance. But so I I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be really yeah. fun to watch. And that's even coming from someone who's a Mavericks fan, who I think we're going to be playing in the playing game. And with how consistent uh, the Mavs are, we could very well not make it out of the playing <laughs> game. So uh, Tony, I wanted to ask you something. We don't yeah. do a ton of baseball talk, but yeah. I. Baseball has. I feel like it's a good spot right now for the league. I know they're still working out trying to make it more enticing for the younger audience, but they have some athletes right now. They have some players that are really, really fun. Like yeah. we all know, the Mike Trout. You know, yeah. great. I love me some Tatis Junior. Yeah. I love me Shohei Otani at the yeah. at the Angels, who's yeah. like belting home runs and then throwing a hundred miles an hour like the, in new, the next yeah, day. The
0: new Bay Ruth. Yeah.
2: I, there's just I, even Trevor Bauer, you know, he's kind of annoying, but he's, he's
0: interesting. Yeah. I, is it just me or does baseball feel like there's a lot of really good, young, fun players? Yeah. And they're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And what the, uh, what, uh, major league baseball did a few years ago is they took, uh, they took into account what was going on and, and everything runs in a cycle. And, and so they have really had a, a good influx of some young talent. And, um, Again, this year being notwithstanding, twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one of of the things they've had to do, but yeah, there are some really good young players out there uh, that are that are lighting it up. Tatis Jr. just, I, I like the fact that well, the, you the, you kind of got me on him early. Yeah. You told us there's this guy named Tatis that's like yeah. really really good, he's, and ever since he's been just dominating. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's, uh, I mean, they're letting him play. Because he's got some really quirks, he flips a bat, he does a lot of. But he's he's fun to watch, and they're letting it go. You know, they're not getting in and and having the rules. Hey, that's not the way you're supposed to play baseball. The old guys are not the veterans won't let you do that. They're, those things have kind of calmed down. They're letting these guys play the way they want to play. Uh, one of the reasons you don't see Yazel Puig still in the league, you know, it's they're just they're some of these guys that they're. Hey, look, if you're not gonna be a good guy We we don't want you around. And and so I think you really see some of these younger guys really starting to step up. Uh, we've got some fun stuff going on. You know, we, we, I follow the race a little bit Tyler glass. Now here's a kid who's just throwing heat and got a big old mullet going on. And he jumps up on the mound and arms are flailing legs are going sideways. And, and he's just throwing old country heat. It's fun to watch. And, uh, Uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of those guys are, are around. Well, I was curious. I
2: wanted to get your thought on kind of uh, baseball is one of those sports where, you know, you got your unwritten rules and you do your do's and don'ts. And what do you think about, I, I think it's, you don't have to let them get crazy. I mean, I, I, you don't need people doing cartwheels down the baseline or anything like crazy, but a bad flip here and there is, I want to see emotion. Don't, don't you think baseball is better when we see that emotion from hell if i'm a pitcher like bauer does it every now and then but if i strike someone like say i strike out tatis and there's a little rivalry yeah throw give you give you a little something something let them know that yeah i just got you now you might get you next inning but i like that emotion I, and I, I hope baseball allows it more often because i've caught myself watching a few games
0: here in the regular season which i don't as often do yeah that's what you've picked up on it kevin i really think they have started to I shouldn't say allowed, but it's those those unwritten rules are kind of settling down where a bat flip is not going to get you a chin music the next inning. You you know, because we want these guys to to be more flamboyant. We need these kind of athletes in the in the Major League Baseball. And you're starting to see that. And, And what will start to flow down is the college game is getting better and the high school game is getting better. Uh, and, you know, it's just one of those uh, one of those cyclical things where all of a sudden you're seeing the attention get on these these types of athletes, and and we're really starting to see a growth in that part of it. And so, I major league baseball could be on a you know a ten year ten year run where we could we could see them get back up there and, and compete with with the NFL and the NBA for for, for well, leadership. Uh,
2: and I know Pops has mentioned this. I, I I think you've even had this. We've talked about this, but it's clear we know now more so than we did 20 years ago, the NFL is not the safest sport to play. And it's not even the best financially smart sport to play. Like you can make more money in other ones. And now if the MLB makes baseball fun, makes it to where a kid who's eight years old goes, I could go be Tatis. Yeah. Now they put all their resources into baseball, and that's probably smarter for your health and yeah. your and your bank account to yeah. go be really good at baseball. Yeah. And so you yeah. get these kids coming up who, who are dreaming of playing baseball instead of dreaming of playing football, and maybe you, you see a swing of where the best athletes go. And I, I think baseball could be interesting yeah. going forward. It's
0: a lot better. You know, doubleheaders now are seven inning games. You don't have two non-inch like doubleheaders. Uh, they've gone to, after the 10th inning, if you're going at extra innings, they put a runner on second base. They've gone to the international. Do you like that? Do you like that? New uh, you know, I do. Uh, and I don't, I mean, if, as a purist, no, I don't like that, but at, it, to get the games over and to make them interesting. Yeah. It kind of evens out. Cause it does add a little excitement a home, there in that 10th inning <laughs> in an extra inning game. I can't tell you how much advantage the home team has. Putting that runner on second base now really makes it interesting. It, it, it evens it out for the visiting team to do more and has an opportunity to get ahead of the home team, and, and, and that makes a difference. It, it's, it's different, right? And they're allowing that to happen. They shorten the time between the innings. innings. It, it, they're doing all those things they need to do, it, the replay for, for that you can go to. They're, they're doing all the things they need to do, and it's not as expensive to go to ballgames anymore they're really they're they're it's it's not that expensive anymore you can go to a you could go to a baseball game right now and well and you know un, unless you you're trying to impress your girlfriend and, and buying seats behind home plate for the first time she's ever been to a ball game I'm not saying anybody did that but um <laughs> uh but you can go to a ball game for 50 bucks now and that includes beers and and food and and tickets and everything Oh, good God! Well, that's
2: not something you can, you can't go to a Mavericks game for fifty bucks. You, can't, you, you definitely can't go to a Cowboys games. game. Yeah.
0: yeah, so yeah, so it, uh, uh, yeah, Kevin, you're right. It, it, it is actually getting a little more fun, and, and they're scoring. They are scoring more runs, and and things are things are happening. It, it's it's a fun time to be a baseball fan.
2: Well, and I just like the thought of why not? T- like you don't have to change the sport, but tinker with a few rules, and maybe it doesn't work, and you go back to something else. But just the fact that they're experimenting with that 10th inning rule or or letting guys do a little more or shortening the making a pitch count like I know a lot of guys could not believe the MLB had the audacity to do this and then they're like oh it's actually not that bad to get a, a seven inning game I can get a game done in two hours instead yeah. of spending you know yeah. three hours on it's so, it, interesting yeah, to say that very much so. Um, all right, I want to switch from sports talk, and now we haven't done this in a while, and I know we typically, at least I know Pops watches when it comes to sports, is a big NFL guy. We haven't had NFL, so I was wondering, have we been watching any new shows or new movies? Almost a, a what are you watching? Pops, is there anything lately that's been keep, or are you going back to something like going back to the well on a good old show? Like What 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 have you been what have you been keeping an eye on here lately? Well, I'll
1: tell you what we got on, and we we watched uh, all three seasons of it uh, relatively quickly. Was Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Goliath, and I'll tell you, it it's a worthwhile watch. Um, so, Tony, I see you, you.
0: Have you seen all three seasons? Yeah, that was one of our our uh, pandemic watches. Was Goliath? Really loved it.
1: I, I really did. Now, season three got. A little weird, a couple of, yeah. of, uh, of episodes. Got a but, little American
0: uh, detective on us. Right? Our true detective on us, didn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But I mean, I thought season one and two were fantastic. fantastic. Season yeah. three was actually finished up strong. Yeah. I really liked it. I liked the characters in it. I really uh, loved uh, Solis Papajian. You know, his, his. Uh, I can't remember her name, but I really grew to like her. Nina uh,
2: Ariant. Arianda? Arianda? Could,
1: could be. I can't recall her name. Now, that Brittany Gold is, my goodness, she is very, very pretty. Uh, but And Billy Bob does a hell of a job. He, he really does. He, he plays so, a good drunk. <laughs> he, he does, but he plays it really well. So I will tell you, so, so that's something we, we watch. But one more I want to tell you that we just got into, and I'm really digging it, is this mayor of Easttown. It's uh, Kate Winslet. Uh, is is a detective in it, and I'm telling you, I'm three in, and I think this is a by the week thing on HBO, yeah, so it's, it you can't get ahead. And I'm really yeah. enthralled in it. I, I, I I've loved it so far.
0: We're on episode two. We just watched episode two last night. We're one episode behind, but yeah, I'm with you there, left. It, it, it's pretty good.
1: It's a good show. It
0: yeah, really it's is. is, and I, real realistic because you can identify couple, two or three of those different characters. Like, oh come on, man. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's so true to kind of a town where you know everybody, and it's so yeah. intertwined, and it it yeah. it's a, it's a really really good watch. Yeah,
2: I like that. I mean, I haven't seen the show at all, but I like the Evan Peters guy that plays. It says he plays Detective Colin Zabel. I've mm-hmm. seen started, him in other things, and I really yeah, like.
0: He him. He just came in uh, episode two. So in I, episode two is when he came into yeah, the series. Yeah. yeah, but
1: I like him too. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I might need I might need to add that one. the um, couple I need
2: to add to the queue because I haven't seen either of those. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tony, I know it sounds like you're watching this uh, Mayor of Easttown, but is there something you've been,
0: yeah. been watching here as of late? Yeah. So I, I've caught up on both, uh, and this is the, the geek side of me, but I've caught up on both WandaVision and uh, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Uh, on Disney plus watching those. I've heard
2: some really good things about Falcon and the winter soldier.
0: Well, I yes, I won't ruin it for anybody if you haven't watched it, but the name of it is different when you get to the end. So, uh, but I, I it is a really, I, I liked it. It was, it was as Marvel universe stuff goes. I thought it fit. Real. Both of those shows were actually really good. I, I thought they brought the movie folks down and didn't make it uh over the top. It was really good. I thought both those shows were good. Um, I, I will tell huh. you, we ha- we have uh, kind of uh, gone back a little bit. And for some reason, I find myself watching uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And I don't know why, <laughs> but I just love Everybody Loves Raymond. It, it's hilarious. And, and it, if that tells you anything, we're really looking for a comedy to watch. Uh, you know, That's what we're kind of missing is a good comedy show uh, to watch. We just finished up Love. Which was on uh, Netflix. If you haven't seen Love, that's that's a good, not not the movie because Keith Smith will tell you to go watch Love, and it's a completely different. Ten seconds into that, you're watching stuff. You better not have any kids around with. But um, <laughs> but Love is a, a, a TV show, and it's uh, it's pretty good. It's it's a, a Judd Apatow. Um,
2: well, I like uh, I like some Judd Apatow. It, it,
0: it's it's good, it's good. But we're looking for another comedy comedy show to watch.
2: Well, okay, and then I'll wrap up with I've been watching it since new or it's not new, it's been around, but it's on Hulu, and I've been watching it's called Snowfall. It's from FX. And it's basically the nineteen eighties when the during the crack cocaine epidemic. And it's like it's kind of got like the cartel side. It's also got a little like American government is kind of in this conspiracy theory. And then it's also got just like in the hood. It has different levels of the of the cocaine industry, and it's Super interesting. And I, I will say it's got a badass uh, soundtrack. And that's where I wanted to go next was it has me on a, what we're listening to. What I think y'all know this. I don't know for sure. The Stylistics. Do y'all know the Stylistics? I, mean, I
1: remember the Stylistics. Yeah. They,
2: they had a song by the Stylistics that was uh, People Make the World Go Round is the song that came on the show. And I just kind of digged it. So then I went and put on the Stylistics. I've listened to like three albums. Really? And I'm just dig in the stylistics right now. And I also, they just have a lot of, a lot of 80s music in this show. And there's just every, every so often like a, a song, they'll play like a 20 second clip of a song. I'm like, oh, that's got, that's got a, a little funky vibe to it. That, yeah. That's got something to it. And so there's all kinds of people I'm putting on my queue right now, where I've kind of like, okay, let me check them out. Let me check them out. So, and I know, I know in that genre of music, you two have a plethora of knowledge and some of the, the funk from back in the day. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the stylistics were kind of a cross. I don't want to say crossover. That's a bad, that wasn't a word back then, but uh, they were, uh, if I remember the stylistics, they were a four man harmony or five man harmony, but then added funk behind it. If, if I were kind of correctly. a funk doo wop a little, weren't yeah, they? If yeah. I recall, right. It you know, very like harmonistic. They, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, they were, yeah, they were there. They're no Brothers Johnson, oh. but they're good.
2: I would say they're they're kind of uh, R and B soul with <laughs> yeah. a little yeah. bit with a little yeah. bit of funk. Yeah, in there. I
0: Ooh. I go with that. I go with that.
2: Is there if if I just want to? We've done this before, but so can, is there, if I just want one a good eighties kind of some soul or funk or even R and B, y'all take oh, it where you want. Shit. Can you can you give me one band?
0: I'll let the doctor go first.
1: Uh you know what comes to mind is early cameo like flirt and alligator woman some of that stuff was really good I mean that was like with the bar case back in there, there. You go. yeah uh but not 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 word up which was good don't get me wrong uh but early yeah. cameo maybe some bar case. confunction was another good one Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, Come on, yeah. you're in, my, you're in yeah. my genre right now, now, now in baby <laughs> Yeah, I'll
0: double down on the bar case. Man, if you can get some bar from mid-70s on I, Some people know the bar were a uh, backup band for a lot of people I mean a lot of people so that's a ten twelve man, but bar case the bar dash k a y s bar, Kays.
1: Kays. bar proposition
0: They're... proposition. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. No, so they can. Uh, you can dance to that. It's good to listening to music too. So yeah, bar case. But you know, I I if, to stay there, dude. You can't go wrong with Gap bands three and four, man. I I just tell you, Gap
1: band three was amazing.
0: Three and it four, really I, I I think, and four, early, yeah, four early in the morning. You know, I, I, there's just, dude, th- those are both really good albums. Get Band 3 and 4, I'll go there. Yearning for Your Love. Uh, uh, it's just good. Yeah. Yeah. So seasons, looking, no reason, good stuff. Seasons, right there. no reason to change. all right so now
2: i have i i can basically i think just live kind of in the i'm looking at most of these bands now i might just kind of take myself back during work the next week just in the 70s and 80s i might just
0: be in in that Uh, time just listening to some music two two more you know i can't go without okay uh the time what time is it that's a really good yeah that's a party album now the time what time is it that's a really good seven 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 ninety three eleven. The walk. That's it. That's a good. That'll get you going. Uh, in Prince 1999. Do you know that was
2: recorded at uh, Sunset Sound and Prince's home studio yeah. in the Minneapolis suburbs? Oh. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. That's wh- a really good. Uh, I could tell you stories about the time and how because all those songs were written by Prince. But anyway, but
2: yeah, Prince, he was a producer, producer and writer on it. Yeah, I, but, I didn't even know that. But
0: nineteen ninety nine. Is also in that in that vein and is really funky. Well, in a, in a little
1: earlier album that I think Tony might remember, Lakeside, Fantastic Ooh, Voyage, yeah. Lakeside. Come was, on and ride
0: on that fantastic Lakeside.
1: Oh man, Lakeside was some jam. They, was,
0: they were smooth too, man. It's just not Fantastic Voyage that that album. That was whole was good album, album. album was good. good yeah. yeah. I think I bought yeah. that
1: album and Gap Band Three about the same time, yeah. so they were probably.
0: But, you know. I bet you bought the cassette though, right? No, actually, I was still buying album? albums all at right, the time. I probably right. bought
1: both, Tony. I probably had both.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew, see, I knew I would ask for one, but there's no way y'all could limit it to one because uh, I knew you, I was going right up y'all's alley You with stepped that one. into the deep end of the pool there, brother. <laughs> 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 the waves are starting to come. They're starting to hit me.
0: Hell yeah.
2: Uh, all right. I think that about wraps us up. Oh, I did want to, I wanted to bring up, and this is, in the same vein as sometimes pops likes to give us his favorite thing that didn't get on the pod. This it's similar to those. It's just one of those I'm life's little pleasures, I guess is what I'll call it. Uh, So I was driving the other day and there's always this spot where I don't know if y'all had this. And usually, you know, if you're smart, you realize, okay, there's a pothole here. I need to avoid it. But there happens to be this one and I drive this area every day and there's like two potholes near each other. And always I'll remember to avoid one, but then I'll kind of, I'll start thinking about something. I'm not saying I hit it every day, but like at least a couple of times a week, I hit this pothole and it's, it's a decent one. I'm like, God dang it. I'm just, I know that's not good for my truck. Well, the other day I was driving and I noticed I was thinking about something totally different. I just wasn't paying attention to like potholes. I was just driving. I was like, huh? I just realized I didn't hit any potholes. So the next day I tried to notice they filled in both the potholes one weekend and I didn't even know. And now that's just, that's one thing that I don't have to worry about anymore. And it just, it was just a beautiful thing to realize on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, (laughs) ah, these annoying ass potholes are gone. Like it was just it was it was a great thing to learn. It was very small, but it really made my entire afternoon to know that I'd never have to worry about those two potholes ever again.
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy to know that, Kim. It's, it's the little things, right? It's I don't think you it's the little things. Send, that... send a note to the uh, city uh, streets department and just tell them how much you appreciate the the job they're doing. Yeah.
2: Should I add the other potholes that annoy me too? With that, no, note? no, no there's, there's just, a few just, just say just thank you. Just those two.
0: Just say thank you. Okay, you, you know.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe if anybody, if anybody in the local city department is listening to the Just Press Play podcast, and they get to this area, just know from yeah. the bottom of my heart, thank you for those two because they, you've made my. Not only did you make my Tuesday afternoon, you made a couple of days. Like I, I thought about the next three times I drove by yeah. that, just thinking. Wow, I can drive wherever I want to on this road. I don't have to worry about these damn potholes anymore. You may this made
0: truck, Kevin's so. truck last a little longer, streets a little
1: and
2: longer. Dep- <laughs> probably because <laughs> <laughs> those were some rough potholes.
0: So uh, yeah, all those Swedish road crews out there that are listening to the Just Press Play <laughs> podcast, thank you, thank you guys for all the work you do. <laughs>
2: uh all right hey, before we go pops do you have uh, you, you've been gone for a week now so you, I, you might have a lot of ammo i don't know what's your favorite thing that didn't get on the pot well
1: I, if you can stand one more bougie problem um <laughs> so i think i told do you we have
2: an update too didn't you say last time you were going to pay attention to where yeah uh, your your cutting boards were getting put well so no no the cutting boards are fine if you remember i, I
1: the, the, so to bring you up to date I realized that the the this is the, what the people came. For. The house cleaner. <laughs> we took too long to get here, but this is why I the house cleaner actually puts the cutting boards in a better location, and so okay. that made me go back and think. I wonder where she used to put that measuring cup, because that's what I was bitching about. And so I made sure before she came last time that I put it in the dishwasher, so she'd have to put it up. So the problem is, I still hadn't found the measuring cup. <laughs> I don't know where she put it. <laughs> Tammy, my wife can't find it. We don't know where the hell the thing is. So I don't know if it's a better place, but it's not what we would consider an obvious place. I can
0: say that. <laughs> I got, so, a, <laughs> I, got a suggestion I don't know if y'all got suggestions on where to look. I do. Uh, okay. So I, go buy you a new measuring cup and then put one of those little tiles or those new little Apple Air, Air things on the oh, bottom that, of it. Yeah, that you can find it? Yeah. And wherever she puts that measuring cup, the new one, is probably where the old one is. And you'll find them both. <laughs> she's going to be like, why do people keep getting new measuring cups? I, I mean, they've up. got plenty. Why is this here? And she'll go put it where the other one is. You know oh, what, Tony? That's,
1: no, that's a good idea. I have another measuring cup. It's not my favorite one. It's kind of a plastic one. But I could put ah. it in the dishwasher. But I need to have a, a little locator on it. Yeah, um, have it. Yeah, Where would well, I so go get that? You... Where would I go get that little tile thing?
0: Oh, you can get them at. the I'm getting sure place. you get it from Best Buy at the getting place. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll run on down to the getting
1: place tomorrow, and I'll get me one of them there. One of them you there know, tiles. I, Walmart. <laughs> I didn't have. Walmart
2: for, has them. Uh, okay, I didn't have to be told that. Uh, pops at me and you are just in different tax brackets. But the fact that you're thinking about buying one of these new Apple tile things to stick on your measuring cup to figure out where your measuring cup is shows that we're just on two different levels yeah. when it comes to what we're willing oh, is to spend this thing money expensive?
0: on. No, no it's, it's like 10 bucks for four. No, it's not that expensive at all. The The real question is, is I love the way you started with uh, the housekeeper keeps putting it up. The housekeeper. Damn. Well, she, she comes every two weeks. We just, no, every see, two weeks. It. He's, he's, it's over what? his head. You got well, a housekeeper. You got a housekeeper.
1: Oh, that's why we're in different tax brackets?
0: Yeah. I, Kevin, do you have
1: a housekeeper?
2: <laughs> I You know, she hasn't come in a few weeks, I, a few months, really. I haven't had a housekeeper come by <laughs> since I moved into this apartment.
1: Well, I, I would be better served to call her a cleaning lady. She's a great lady, but she comes lady, every two okay. weeks and kind of, you know, deep cleans per- everything. Personal
0: assistant, really, is what i say. A household assistant. Well, uh,
1: household the, when, assistant. The, when the assistant comes, I still don't know yeah. where she put the damned yeah. <laughs> freaking measuring but, cup. But, you know,
2: whenever you do find it, you'll probably realize that's the, a great spot for measuring it, cup. Yeah. It just might not be the obvious spot that we would think Okay,
0: of. yeah, that's the next thing I want to hear. Damn it. That was good. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Well,
2: I, I'll let <laughs> you know. That was his epiphany with the cutting board. That was his epiphany before, so we'll see if it happens Yeah, I, again.
1: Tony, I was pitching because I couldn't find it. The, the measuring cup, and I, then yeah. the cutting board was so much better, so yeah. uh, we'll have to see. I, I, I know that our listeners are waiting with bated breath to find out where I find the measuring cup, so I will let you know if look, I ever find it.
0: Look for wherever you keep your flour. See if it's where your flour is at.
1: Okay, so that'd be flour in the Flour cornmeal.
0: Check to see if it's
1: All right. there. All right. I'll look there. That doesn't... It seems like I've been in there, but I will look. That's a good idea, Tom. <laughs>
0: and and that is
2: what, what we call this in the biz is a tease. We'll see next week if that is where the measuring cup ends up being. So make sure you tune into the Just Press Play podcast <laughs> and make sure that you are following us wherever you uh, like to do your social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Just type in Just Press Play pod and we'll pop up. And wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you like and subscribe so that you are always notified when we drop a new episode and rate review if you haven't already. We really appreciate it and it does help. Guys, Tony, Pops, I'm glad we got to chit-chat awesome. and talk things through. Glad I to I will here. see you guys later. Peace.
0: Peace. The day is here already. Hey, Hey, let's call Mary of Town, see if she can find your measuring cup. I, I bet she could. I she's a sharp she
1: man. I bet Mary, she's a
0: sharp
1: cookie.
0: Oh, so the that thing?
1: Hey,
0: Yo, M-A-R-E, that's M-A-R-E. her name. It's her name is M-A-R-E, M-A-R-E or Marion
2: or oh, something. I thought you were saying like the mayor of
1: the town. No, 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 but it's the mayor. The uh, yeah, but it's, her name's M-A-R-E is what I, I believe her name is. Oh, okay. Marion or something. I don't know. It's a good it's show. A good it's show. a good show. It surprised me. I didn't expect it to be that good. and it's, Well, was, I haven't
2: watched a good HBO show in a while, and I typically... Look Pretty big fan of those HBO shows. It's well, I
1: think this is one of those limited, you know, so it's it's gonna be just a certain amount of episodes and then it's over. And I truly like those, you know, where they because they're telling a story and then there is an end to it and it's over. Whereas others
0: they just Thrones season eight, they just stretch, and stretch, and stretch yeah. it, stretch it, stretch it. Yeah, know. Yeah, they left me hanging on that end of the second episode. So I, I'm not we won't talk about it too much mm-hmm. death it, but I can't wait to watch episode three. But it's, it's out there now. I watched it Sunday night. They dropped a bombshell at the end of episode two. Yes, they did. Yes, they, yes, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs>